When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back to Saw Podcast, where we are anything but silent. And we're not going to be silent today while we talk about one of the best episode games in the Squid Game. Uh, I'm one of your co-hosts here for the for Unbelievably Smart a Squid Game, the challenge recap. Um, and I'm here, as always, with my favorite person from Down Under, Sarah. How are you? I am fine. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Hello, Mark. Let's talk about this incredible show. I just can't talk about it enough. It's just like every episode just builds and builds in such a smart, fun way. And I really had no idea, like, honestly, getting to this drop of, like, how it was going to grow after the first five. Um, and it grows in such interesting ways. And I love it so much. Yeah, it's 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 uh, perfect's not the right word, but the story, the storytelling is is just incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I suspect and, when we get to the to figure out who the final three is, it'll all make complete sense. Well, not I, that we're there yet, but I'm sure we're not we're there. Not. I might pitch something towards the end of this episode since we are going to be talking about the final three and the final well, final uh, twelve, really, um, or uh, whatever. We'll we'll know who our finalists are by the end of this episode. Uh, <laughs> um, by finalists, I mean like final. Whatever grouping, grouping of people, yeah, grouping. You know what I mean. I, you I, can tell I'm, how I, excited we are. We can't even talk. It's so good. Words are a thing, and I words are a talking thing all day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, today we're talking about episode seven, friend and foe, and episode eight, one step closer. One step um, closer. And it just di- let's just dive in, right? As the ki- as they say, um, the kids say it. We the say, kids it. say it. Um, let's get in. So. We're right there, right where we left off at the end of episode six. Uh, Jackie three nine three has to decide who is next, and it's still very, very tense. And she decides to not stick with the Women Alliance. She picks four fifty one Phil, who is her best friend, 
And uh, 9019, Amanda is not happy at all by this because they were gaining actual momentum for the Women's Alliance um, to get through and make sure all the women are safe. And uh, Jackie asks kindly, the 451, to please pick a woman. Um, and yeah. Yes, because she always, at the end of last episode, she did say to Amanda, can I please pick Phil if if I ask him to pick a woman? And Amanda's like, mm, I don't want to say. She does not want to say, but her answer is basically no, but she can't say no. I mean, it, it is, and this isn't, these two episodes are ultimately about choices. Like when you really nail it down, these two episodes are 100% about choices. Um, there's not much luck in this ep- these episodes. There are there is luck, but it's all about choice. And yes. that's one of the things that we'll be ham- hammering a lot about tonight. So Phil wants to choose 016. Sam. Sam. A person we've seen a little bit of, you know, not much. Uh, best beard, best beard in the show. Best beard, giant lumberjack looking guy. Um, and Sam has been a great ally to Phil. Uh, pretty invisible to us at this point. Um, and but Phil chooses 278 Ashley, and she chooses 016, which is Sam, because they get along. And I think that's great. Like, I think that, like, I like the idea that this alliance is still working, but also like people are being smart about it. It's not just like go, 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 a lot, uh, 10 guys, you know. Because if you do that, then the guys get to pick the other guys that are going to be in it. Yeah. Whereas here there's a little bit of judicious, you know, pairing protection by some of the women. It makes them more protected than if it's TJ, nine women, and then some unknown, uh, you know, ten men. Mm-hmm. Or un unselected uh, by them. Yeah. Ten men. Yeah. So uh Sam, he chooses 023, mm-hmm. Siobhan, and she chooses 051, Rosemary Ka, and she cho- chooses 221, which is Chaz. We've seen a little bit of Chaz. He's a very fun guy who's part of that alliance that was outed earlier um, from, from, um, from Dash before he left. Um, Dash's final gift to the show. Yeah. <laughs> so... We, he, so Chaz gets up there. He realizes, I know what's up and I'm all about, about representation. And he chooses the last girl that's left, which is 355, Allie. And yeah. all nine of rang a representations now that uh, Dash is gone. Yeah. And every woman has made it through and all the guys are scared. Like yeah. there's all, I think at this point there's like 15 guys left. Yes, and they're counting. They're counting on their fingers. They're counting in their heads. How many? How many of us can get through now? And there's five. Like there's five spots left. Like at this yeah. point, there's five spots left. Yeah. And everyone's getting very, very anxious. And our friend three hundred one Trey, he's doing the math in his head, trying to figure out how it can all work out to be safe. And he's like, "All right, so she's in a friend group with Elliot, who's four twenty nine. Roland, who's 418, James, who's 269. Um, if she picks one of those, I might be safe. And uh, she picks uh, 429, which is Elliot, who's a person we not yes. really met much before. Well, he's the secret Australian. I said there were two. He's the no, third. I thought it was London. Oh, he sounded Australian to me. Okay. I mean, obviously. Um, I could be wrong. 
I'll have to look because him up. Because later in the episode, um, there's the London Alliance, you find out. Mm-hmm. Like all the Londoners, and he's one of the guys that's. You know, London's London. full of Australians, don't you? Really? Yes. They're I, all the bartenders. I, Literally all the bartenders in London are Australians. I had no idea about I, I'm really not even ugly, dumb American here. Uh, <laughs> Australians are everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Oh, we travel like 97% of Australians have a passport, which I don't think is the case with your beautiful country. Um, and remembering our country is the same size, side to side as yours, because people say, oh, well, Americans don't need passports because there's a big country to travel. Uh, same goal. Yeah. I have a passport uh, and I like to travel. So. Excellent. Everybody should just get a passport, everybody. You should just have one. Yeah. I mean, America does suck. Don't get me wrong. So ah, I didn't say that. As an American, I'll say America sucks. Uh, <laughs> but Australians do do travel and always have. Yeah, it's a big it's a big thing that we do. Yeah, because long right. distances don't frighten us. Hey also, Valencia. Hey Valencia, how are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, right, uh, so he uh, four twenty nine Elliot. He picks four one eight Roland, who we learn a lot about in this episode, um, and Roland doesn't know who to pick um and we get a shot of our awesome hulk uh 222 jordan um and like he looks just i hate how sad he looks i don't like him being sad he's one of those people i'm like i want you happy um and he's like because he's been especially because he's been like a very positive edit not big edit but like positive like this guy's good you know um, yes, the uh, the one who famously never saw the show. He's done pretty well. He's done pretty well. He's doing really well. Final uh, 31. You which know. is really hard to get to. I would not be anywhere near there. So Roland picks 301, Trey. <gasps> Were you surprised? And no. Okay. Um, the reason I wasn't surprised is because the only other time we saw Roland earlier, um, like in an earlier episode, it's when he's talking to uh, Trey and Leanne specifically. Oh, okay. All right. And they're like, were you surprised? Um, I wasn't surprised, but I wasn't expecting it, if there's a if there's a middle ground there. Okay. Did you think uh, Trey was going to make it through to the next round? He could easily have gone here. Like, story-wise, yeah. this is a very small group of people, mm-hmm. like 31 people. Uh, so... This could have been a moment where you then look back on Trey's game and said, like, he was good, but he didn't make enough connections. Or, you know, you could have sort of seen some reason why. Because even though your fate is, as you stand there looking up at the group who are safe, even though your fate is in their hands, what what have you done lately (laughs) to (laughs) extend your alliances? Who have you spoken to? Who have you brushed off? So even though it appears to be sort of luck, uh, the people choosing are, you know, the, well, the women have the pull to choose other women because of their women's alliance, but they're choosing the people that they are allied to. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't be everybody's alliance. We could think all the way back to the elimination of um, the man who everybody liked. So you can't Bloody, be that. Yeah. But you can you can have made those connections and obviously Trey made the connection enough to get through. I feel like the most interesting thing about Trey is like through the first six episodes, you mainly see him just talking to his mom. Yes. You see her talking to other people. Yes. For him, it's more. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
so but Roland with his space buns uh, has picked yeah. Trey. And Trey's like, Roland's my best friend now. And then uh, Trey picks 369. I mean, sorry, 269. Nice. Because nice. his mother would kill him otherwise. Mm-hmm. And then we get a shot of one of the Gong Booking members, of, which is Dan, um, 204. And he's talking about Purina needs to be picked. Uh, and uh, because like so he can so they can like make it through um and basically long story short perna does get picked but dan does not yeah so the last of the gambu gang only one member left is gambu of gambu gang which is uh perna and so like of the major people that were that were eliminated of those 11 dan 204 and jordan 222 were like the only people that were like a real edit from what i saw Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we've had some p- big people go before, but the eleven that go now, I'm sure I've seen them. But the ones you've mentioned are the ones that mm-hmm. you know made you gasp slightly that they were they were gone, like just in that moment, just gone. Yeah. Um. So so um. Amanda says that money's now within reach, and uh, uh. So then uh, four fifty one uh Phil and two twenty one Chad say girls, gays, and days need to stick together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we love that. Yes. Uh, and then we have a, little, a nice little confessional moment, Phil, where um, we we're talking about how they were ex- introvert, ex- how they are introvert, extrovert, um, how they used to be very extroverted as a kid and became more introverted as an adult. And they don't really have a strategy, um, but they want to read the room and go with the flow, which I think is like honestly the best thing you can do in this type of game. Mm-hmm. You can have some strategy, but if you push, push, push your strategy, you'll be out or you won't be allied or you won't be assisted. But you can't stand back because it means, uh, I mean, we've had people say, I'm eliminating this person simply because I've never spoken to them. So you have to walk a very fine line and they seem to have done that. Yeah. Um, We we hear more about them from other people than from themselves up until this point and now now we're going to see a lot more. Yeah. And like this episode's a lot of character building, I feel like. Um, like a lot of the newer faces that we got towards the beginning of the stump, we got a lot more character building. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh TJ182 and Mai at 287, they have a chat, and Mai says that she owes TJ her undying loyalty. Uh, that because he's proved that he has her back over and over again. And it's like a really beautiful, really respectful moment between the two of them. Yes. Yes, and you know, enhanced or comically by their height difference. She's I he is literally imagine. twice her height. What um, am I on yeah. top? One on top of the other would be the same height as TJ. I mean, like he's he she's like five foot tall tops. tops. Yes, like yes. she's shorter than everyone else in the season. It feels like that's mm-hmm. left. Mm-hmm. Um, I would and love to ten, see and her. He's ten feet tall. Yeah, I would love yeah. to see like her and Danny, who is also like I'm very short. Uh, let's yeah. see who's taller. Yes, it would be a short up. Um, I think Danny wasn't five feet tall. I think she would be. She was four eleven. Yes, yes. Um, so then we get another really cool little uh, character building moment with two fifty four Mikey, where he tells two eighty six Chad that he is in his debt, and then he says he just that and like Mikey's like I just want to compete with my kids, and then buy you a pint to Chad, and uh, Mikey says how about old fashioned and a nice soggy envelope, and it's like. Very sweet character building moment between these two characters that we haven't had too much from. Mikey, we've had a lot more than Chad, but because mm-hmm. um, Chad's stories used to be like, Mai's my best friend. And, well, yeah. but TJ's the one with her undying loyalty now, so. Yeah. 
Well, she's yeah. got two people like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. a bad number to have out to counting yourself three out of 20 people. It's not bad. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, so we got so here, here production wise is a real stop down point because they know there's going to be 20. So mm -hmm. if there were 40 people in the room, 50 people in the room, 35 people in the room, it's going to be a chain of 20. So yeah. they know stop down before the next game that that game will have 20 people in it. I don't mm -hmm. know what they'd do if there was only 15 people in the room. They'd have to do a little bit of shuffling. You yeah. could still, you could actually still play it. You just wouldn't have the daisy chain. Exactly. Um, so then we get a nice little special moment from uh, Mikey where he talks about there's a lot of kids, uh, five of them, three from him and his wife and two from for her uh, from a step, either some children. And one is nonverbal, well, mostly nonverbal. And it's really interesting that we're getting this kind of content from a character that kind of feels like kind of like a bro, um, where he's very much a family man. You're like, okay, I like this. And also he says that his stepchildren, he calls them his stepchildren, and then he says, well, they're my children. And yeah. I just said, oh, come on. It's so sweet and so truthful and lovely and exactly how it should be. Yeah. Like, I followed Mikey halfway through uh, the rewatch. It was just like, he's great. Like, he's just good content, like a good vibe. And, like, I would love to, like, go to Ireland and have a pint with him, you know? Uh, look, I'm sure hit him up. I Yeah. I mean, he's on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the guards enter and say it's uh, time for the next game. And then they go towards where the next game would be. You see them do the steps and everything, and they enter the white room where there's a big black sheet over a black rectangle box. Mm-hmm. Because we have to be geometric. I love the show so much. Sarah. I love the show I, so much. Like, and oh. also they're all very shaken by the chain of being chosen, yeah. of have of having chosen someone, which also means, you know, either um, by a sin of omission or commission, cutting eleven people. You didn't choose those people, even if you were never going to. So they're emotional and shaky anyway. And then the guy says, "Okay, time for a game." Like it's perfect. It's so perfect. Yeah. And then that sheet, uh, that sheet comes off, and we yes. see this amazing claw machine with like twenty blue bears, the red, pink vests on. That like the Squid Game, uh, like the circle, uh, uh, square and triangle, oh, yes. and the voice tells them that inside they will have their order for somebody else. So they have to draw their Perfect. order for the glass, and they're already told it's glass, the glass bridge. Yeah. Uh, and, and they would have known, like, what other major games haven't been played yet. Yeah. And and, you, and, the, and the glass bridge is on the graphic uh, representation on the subway tiles in the door. Mm -hmm. But so was the uh, tug of war. So. Yeah, but tug of war was battleship. Yeah. So you know that one's out because Battleship stood in its place, which is like still such a brilliant decision. And here's another brilliant decision. The claw machine is luck for you to get a number, mm -hmm. but then you have to give that number to someone else. And this is where consistently um, the producers and game designers of this game are just like next level. Sarah, obviously no one wants a low number uh, with the claw machine. Mm -hmm. um, where where would you start to feel moderately safe in the glass bridge? Um, like under traditional ways, um, 
Knowing that well, 17 steps. 18, 18, 19, 20 are guaranteed safe if, unless there's been another another decision by the players. And if you were 18, 19, or 20, you would be very foolish to agree to any other way of playing it. I mean, you'd have to remember that there were 17 steps, but I think I would have to be mid, uh, uh, the between 10 and 15, say 12 would be the first number that you would go maybe, like maybe. But, you know, literally 17 is not safe. No. Because How about like, you? In my mind, it's like everyone either gets one step or zero. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone gets two. Yeah. So I think like that if it's below, if it's not a double-digit number, I would not feel safe. I think, you know, and it also depends how you do it because you could send number one out to do all the steps until they fell. And then like send, the not send number, yeah, and then send number two out to do all the steps until they, um, the middle, yes. Yeah. But, you know, like that's just that start of, that start of feeling safe. Sorry for those of you who are just listening. Uh, yeah. Valencia said uh, she was thinking that they were thinking the middle as well. Yeah. Um, and so they, they, I love this. I love this mechanism so much. So um, they're all drop. Uh, so number two eighty seven, Maya's first, and she chooses and pulls it out and opens up the like digs her hand inside the back of. I know. Bear. I thought they were going to rip the bears apart, which would have been amazing. But yeah. what's interesting too is those bears are blue, right? Somebody decided yeah. on that color, like somebody selected that color, and it's just, it's just perfect. Um, and so she pulls it out. And she chooses four and gives it to number seven, seven, which is uh, Marina. And mm-hmm. then eight, they like kind of like fast forward through this. It's not, like it's kind of ho hum, except for the major ones. Then 393 draws number one. Mm. And Dun-dun. literally no one makes eye contact with her. I think she's like fifth or so too, also. Oh my like, she's God. She's early. Like, yes. She's, like, but like no one wants to look at her. And it's just like, What's she gonna do? And because, like, she's literally telling someone you're done. Yeah, like, she's ending someone's game. Yes, because they haven't decided yet how they're gonna play it. So yeah. you think number one is a definite goner. Now, okay, so I actually like her reasoning for why she gives it, it to was someone. Very respectful. I'm a big, big Jackie fan. I think that Jackie, like I said, I now follow her on Twitter yeah. and TikTok. Yeah. I think she's fantastic. And yeah. she says the reason why she chooses 182, TJ, TJ, is because he is a natural leader and she believes that he will lead them to, across the bridge. Um, and then we get, It's a beautiful uh, way of putting it. Yeah. It's very poetic. Yeah. And he has a confessional immediately afterwards about like growing up in New York and how he would like run across uh, like roofs. And he's oh, like, I love uh, that. And like, I love how he calls himself like a giraffe because you never see a giraffe fall. And I'm like, okay, if someone's going to survive this and be number one, it's him. And like, I mean, what a story. I yeah. sort of had this flash of imagining him stepping from one to one to one to one over 17 steps and yeah. getting every single one right. And it just, like, it built him back up after the snafu of the religious stuff, I think, last time. Yes, yes. Like, he's, like, I think the religious stuff is really going to build the character, but... It just, it was like, I'm like, okay, I want TJ to, like, let's do the CJ. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then. Ask God uh, to get you through the steps, right? Exactly. So uh, then we get Chaz 221, 
They do it, they draw it, and they pull it out, and they have three. And they have no idea to give it to, so they do any, meeny, miny, mo, which is a very fair way to do it. And they give it to 301, Trey. And that's when I start realizing maybe our main character isn't our main character anymore. Mm-hmm. Because There's no way three gets through. No way. If they each have to keep stepping. Mm-hmm. So I and, was ready. I was ready to say goodbye to him then. Yeah. Then I was ready for him to stay till the end when the next thing happen happens, mm-hmm. and then I had to say goodbye. So it's like a real, a real. Roller it's a roller coaster. Of uh, the next twenty minutes of the series yes. is a roller coaster. Again, Incredible. please watch it uh, if you're like this. Like find a part of the show that isn't. But yeah, this one in particular. Yeah, um, like honestly, I think the whole glass bridge arc of this series is absolutely so, god tier. From selecting it, the twenty people yeah. all the way. Yeah. To the aftermath. And um, everybody knew it was coming. And I have some things to say about the production of it. I know we said we'd only talk about what we saw, mm-hmm. but I read a very interesting interview with the game designers and producers. And oh, yeah. Stunt oh, we'll get there. We're, I mean, we're almost, yeah. we're actually almost. We're not there the yet. We're not there. So 182, TJ, he gets 20 and he gives it to 287, Maya, as he wants to stay true to loyalty. Mm-hmm. And then everyone, like, Everyone's called the game hall eventually because they yada yada through most of this, which is yes. good. We, I, I think, most fans of the show, of like actual Squid Game, not Squid Game Comedy Challenge, their favorite thing is Glass Bridge. Yes. It's my personal favorite. I think Marvels yes. is, of course, most emotional, but Glass Bridge is just so fun. I mean, and so I fun. love red light, green light, but there's like 450 yeah. people, so you don't really. It's just the excitement of the mass of the game. Yeah. You're not attached to anybody apart from Starla. Yeah, you gotta love Starla. If you don't love Starla, please, please just leave. Yeah, uh, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, so then they walk in, and it's basically exactly the same as this in the show. Incredible. We're not shown VIPs ever, uh, which is probably for the better. Thank you it's like so the much. Only weak thing yes. in the episode. Um, VIPs is the name of the episode for uh, for Glass Bridge. Everything minus the VIPs is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's for season two for Squid Game season two. Uh, <laughs> No. Um, so if you don't know how the glass bridge works, there's 17 pairs of, t- of glass tiles. One on each side is safe and one's not. Um, and it's over a drop of what I know to be 16 feet. But it looks a lot further. Um, looks a lot further. A little bit of trickery there. Yeah. But it is, uh, it is in fact, 16 feet underneath that bridge. Did you want to talk about production stuff right now? Yeah, um, let's do yeah. let's do that. Um, because the thing is, you can light it so that it looks, looks deeper. You can CGI it to make it look deeper. But the fact of the matter is those players were stepping onto a piece of, in fact, Perspex, mm-hmm. which is see-through. And you would be able to see down into the darkness 16 feet. The if you don't want to know how this was done, please uh, skip forward, you know, 10 seconds or so. Yeah. But basically, it was per specs, uh, and they were locked. The pattern of safe and not safe had, had already been decided. There is no production trickery, they can't with 4.5 million. I know people love to say, Oh, production put their finger on the scale, they actually can't. They have a contract with the players, mm-hmm. so the pattern was already set about which ones were safe and which ones were not safe. And and a whole lot of people knew what the pattern was in production, and so it was complete. It was strictly adhered to. 
So what would happen as each player selected from the left tile or the right tile, they would step on it and then a loudspeaker would tell them if they were safe or not. So their reaction to being safe was the reaction of them finding out they were safe. It's just that they were finding out uh, via a, a loudspeaker rather mm. than finding out because the Perspex tile remained uh, whole. Mm-hmm. If they were not safe, they stepped off and a stunt person stepped on and it was the stunt person that fell through the trap door um, six feet onto a 10-foot deep uh, pillow to not to put a fine, finer point on it. So what I love about this is it's it's in camera. It's actually happening. Now the fact that it was a stunt person who fell and not a real person who fell, it's still a person falling. It's still a person falling through the black void of space. And the reaction of somebody being saved or being safe is the real reaction because that's them being filmed in the moment that they were told they were safe. And the reaction of the watchers to if someone fell or didn't fall was was also uh, real and in the moment. So I love that, yes, there was a little bit of production uh, magic going on Mm -hmm. there, but everything, but it's like them saying, but everything you're seeing is actually real. Everything you're seeing is real. And I buy that and I love it and actually elevated my my already, you know, sky-high uh, opinion of production and the uh, designers and makers of the of the games. One thing that made me really sad when I, when I read, because I read about that article about how they use stunt doubles for the falls, it made me so sad because I'm like, that'd be the most fun part of this game to me. But also, like, it makes sense because you don't know how I'm going to fall. I can injure myself. I can actually injure myself. They don't know how to fall. And also some people are utterly terrified. Some, for some people... Stepping out onto that Perspex square is terrifying, even knowing that there's not going to be a trapdoor that opens because they have such a fear of heights. Whereas I'm like, let me at it. You know, I love heights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like also you get the good real terror anyways. Like, like yes. the editing is so fantastic on this that like you like basically can like make a diamond <laughs> while watching this because it's just so tense. Uh, <laughs> uh, or a pearl or whatever. I don't know. Um, diamonds for pressure. Yeah, Pearl is from irritation. Diamonds from pressure. Cool, <laughs> Sarah. You're so much smarter with so many things than me, and it's I'm not like, smart. It's just the my, my stupid brain does that. Just collects all this information. It's not stupid. It's an amazing brain, as are you. Inside <laughs> the brain, as well inside of you. Uh, Thank so, you. So, so uh, they all walk out there. One eighty-two wants to high five people before he goes. He's actually like he seems like he's at peace. I think he knows he's going. Yeah. He buys number one goes. Yeah. He's bought into that. They've all bought into that. Yeah. But from the crowd of nature people, a little voice from a very tiny human being, 418 says, hey, Roland says, hey, everyone should just like take one turn. So that way they all have one 50-50 chance. And honestly, like, I'd say it sounds like 12 people agree. Yes, you definitely it's see. Definitely not walk. everybody. It's definitely not everybody. It, you definitely see about four people be like, no, no, no. Like my number is low. Someone else is ahead of me. Let them be. Um, we'll definitely be talking about that in the next few minutes because people are mean on the internet. Um, to people that don't deserve it. Yeah, I agree. There are villains in the show. They're all gone. Um. Yes. 
Uh, so I would have thought the lower numbers would want that agreement and the higher numbers would not. That's what, it, That yeah. wasn't actually the case. It was strange. I think some people see it as a completely individual game, mm -hmm. which it is. And some people still have this we're all in it together mentality, which is the greater good. And certainly in this case, if everyone had adhered to the to the program, other than 18, 19 and 20, everybody would only have to step once. Yeah. So you had a 50. Look, in theory, statistically, I believe that number one also has a 50-50 chance of getting to the end because each time they step, they have a 50-50 chance. Mm -hmm. And those don't, it's like, oh, how, how likely is it that you roll, you know, that you flip heads 20 times in a row? As likely as if you flip it once, yeah. statistically. However, in actuality, I think if you thought to yourself, I only have to take one step, uh, it, it would it would cheer me up, particularly with any number from 10 or under. Mm -hmm. So uh, enough people agree that people think that the 51 person taking a step. The people who don't agree are not vocal, put it yes. that way, which is often what happens in a group agreement. And yeah. that's something that, that B pointed out. Not everybody wants to speak out in a group if they don't agree. Exactly. So the game starts, TJ starts giving a voiceover. He's like, I've been in this situation a million times. I'm ready. I got this. He takes that jump, lands, falls. Falls. What a fun character. Brilliant. I mean, what a great, like, TJ was built up to be a flawed hero. Um, definitely a hero, definitely with flaws. Um, but, like, what a, like, He's almost impossible not to cheer for. He also sets this game up physically because he bends his knees, swings mm -hmm. his arms and takes this huge jump. And I was thinking, oh, gosh. And then I realized you don't actually have to. Like, you can actually step from one to Because to literally the first to the platform is literally yeah. like that. It's, it's just right, right there. But there was this the physicality end. that he brought to it. And then everybody after that was doing the bent knees, big swing, huge jump, double foot land. Thought you didn't well, have to do that, but it's, it's brilliant visually. It's it works like a so well. foot of distance, at least between most yeah. of them. Yeah, like maybe eighteen inches, but not much more than that. No, and particularly if you're stepping, uh, you know, diagonally onto a tile that somebody ahead of you is on, they can give you a hand. Yeah. So he falls. Boo. So now we're up to number two, two twenty-two. Chaz, he jumps. Well, he goes to the safe spot. And then jumps and falls. Yes. So now at front. See, I would have fallen at the first. Had I been number one, I would have chosen left. Yeah. Because most people choose right. So if you've ever ever do something, like say you're at an airport or somewhere where there's a big corridor and then it debouches into a place where there are going to be different queues, always go left. Those queues will be shorter because people mm -hmm. naturally are, most people are right-footed. Your footedness and your handedness aren't generally, aren't necessarily the same, but they tend to be the same. And there are, you know, distinctly more right-footed people than left-footed people. So people tend to turn right. So I would have thought, mm, I will take the road less travelled. And I too would have jumped on the left tile and I too would have plunged to my death in the inky blackness below. Or been told that you're out and have a stomach. Or the last speaker would have said, you are not safe. And I would have gone, no, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Too smart for my so, own good, right? 
So then we get like a close up of like Trey 301 looking just terrified. And Marina behind him is like, uh, you got this. And he like hops from the first step to the second step. And the second then um he's on the second step and he jumps a third time to his to his step, like the one he's supposed to take. Yes. And is the first person to be safe. And he could easily have plunged into the darkness. Yeah. Given the way this show works, there was no guarantee that Trey wasn't going to fall there. Oh, 100%. I was almost surprised he didn't go out. Throw. Yeah, yeah. He's, gonna, he's got through the bridge. He got through. Yeah. So this builds morale, which is great, because all they've seen is person jumps, they fall. Person jumps, they fall. Person jumps, they survive. It's amazing. People are happy. People are like, oh my god, there is actually hope in this. And uh, then uh, then 7-7, uh, seven, seven, Marina, it's time to jump. Um, and she likes the plan. Like, you keep seeing, like, shots of 287, sorry, 270, 278, Ashley, just mm-hmm. really not looking happy during all of this. She's upper five. We're almost there. So, Marina, who likes to plan, goes up towards Trey and jumps to tile number four and falls. And uh, Ashley says Marina did not have to do that. And we start getting our first time where someone is against the plan. And Trey jumps to where Marina's supposed to have been. And then, like, is there and is waiting for um, for 278 Ashley to move. The He's still the only one on the bridge, so the idea would be that you start popping onto the tiles that are safe behind. Yeah. And then as it's your turn, you overtake the person. You overtake, you. yeah. Yeah. And he's there on that fourth tile, and he looks back. Ashley's on the third, and she's not moving. Mm-hmm. And, and there's someone on the second and there's someone on the yeah. first and everyone's waiting. And everyone's just like, Trey, what are you going to do? Or Ashley, what are you going to do? Or Perna, what are you going to do? No one moves. It's not that long. What? And then he goes against the plan. He's talked about this before. He does not blame Ashley. No one blames Ashley after the show. Um, I'm just letting that be known that no one, even, no one in the show blames Ashley. Ashley did what was right for Ashley. Um, and that's all you really can do. She didn't agree to the plan. She's working individually towards mm-hmm. $4.56 million. And she takes a turn, it must be said. Like yes. all the haters, yes. you're missing the, the part where she took a turn. Which we're almost you're there. The, yeah, <laughs> you, you missed that bit. So Try it's it. just very, very tense. Yes. And then Trey jumps a second time. That's, and that's the end of the episode. Extraordinary. Yeah. Um, and then we come back with the start of episode eight, one step so closer. Before yeah. we before we get there, or do you want me? I've got something about B. Do you want me to wait till it's B's turn to to tell it, or shall I say it now while we're between episodes? Uh, it's up to you. Uh, let's wait. To, we'll, we'll wait till it's B's turn, and then I'll say okay. something. Yeah, towards the end of the bridge, or later. Uh, it, when it's her turn on the bridge, yes. Okay. So. Uh, we cut immediately, unlike other episodes, it goes straight to a confessional for Trey 301, where he's talking mm-hmm. about his parents were college athletes, and everything <laughs> in his whole life has been super competitive. 
Yeah. And we're starting to get, for lack of a better word, the TJ edit again for him, um, where I like to just call it's the hero edit. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And we cut back to the game where he lands um, and he's good. Um, and people are trying to figure out what's happening next. Like, no one, everyone's confused. And he's trying to figure because out. Because they what, also, if you're standing back and you're. Yeah standing sort of back in the second or third row of the, let's say, the audience because your number's quite high, you don't necessarily see that it's Ashley that's refusing to move. Yeah. And Ashley never says she's not going to move. No. She doesn't say anything. Trey just turns to look at her. So what you see is everybody completely following the the agreed thing and then suddenly Trey taking a jump forward. Which, you know what, I, in my mind I respect the idea that if someone wants to do a second jump, Good for them. That's one last jump that I have to do. Mm-hmm. But that's where I come at with the whole, like, in my mind, I would 100% be agreeing to that plan. But, like, if I'm, like, number six or so and number four wants to jump a second time, let them do it. That's what yeah. I'm, that's, well, one Let last... them take my turn. Yeah. So, Perna is, like, kind of, like, he's number six and he's trying to decide if he should go or not, um, like, ahead of Ashley because Ashley's, like, not moving She's moving up, but she's not, like, overtaking. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she's taking the safe step. Yeah. It's not like she's standing still on her step. And she's actually – I'm happy the show show this. The show tells her – she tells Trey, take your time. Like, honestly, like, because I feel like that they're more synced up than what the internet wants you to think. Yes. Like, and, like, Trey has – he's done, like, a couple of TikToks about this where he's talking about the actual, like, there, everyone's had their version of this. Everyone's in agreement about what happened, and the truth is actually pretty equal. It's like Trey felt like he could do it, so he did it. Ashley didn't feel like she wanted to do it yet, so she didn't do it. Um, the clock's ticking. The clock is ticking, and Trey jumps again and falls. End of the main character for the series. Un- incredible. Absolutely incredible. And what, what it is is at the end of the previous episode when he took his first jump, I thought this is where Trey goes. Yeah. And then he's safe and I was absolutely amazed. And then he wasn't. So it's like, <laughs> well, I love like I love how like so he fantastic. jumps and then immediately it's like my parents are competitors. I'm like, yes. This isn't the middle of the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> So good. And he's always felt eh, sports wasn't for him. <laughs> so so 278 Ashley, she's now in the front. And uh 287 Mai thinks that 278 is selfish when I'm dancing for the team. Well, um, Mai is Mai is number 20, must be yeah. said. So Mai is not really in a position to judge anybody, if I may say so. In theory, she's got like 12 people in front of her right now. Um and can't really see everything. In theory, she can't be eliminated. Yeah. Unless everybody in front of her just refuses to move. Now, what's and important to know though, is that they all get eliminated. I don't yeah. know. Now, what's important to know is that she's not going to be watchful of Ashley. Not the worst thing in the world, in my personal opinion. If you if you feel like someone's not wanting to play with you in any kind of game, you're supposed to look out. See, look out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this is this is one thing with with the traitors. Uh, if people know that yeah. at the roundtable banishment. The show wants to present it as everybody's trying to banish traitors. But the thing is, you can banish someone even if you don't think they're a traitor because mm-hmm. they're not um, contributing to your game, because they're not helping your game. 
So, yeah. look, I'm going to vote for you. Mark, I don't think you're a traitor, but you're not helping my game. So yeah. I'm write your name down. If I'm not giving you the, the evidence that you want or if I'm not being forthright. Yeah, or, or you're not lying with me or anything. So yeah. it's not like I actually actively think you're a traitor. So the, the show wants you to think, oh, the people that you vote for are the people you think they're traitors. No, it's just you're not helping me. And it's the same here where Mai doesn't actively criticise Ashley for her actions, but she rightly says, okay, so Ashley is not going to help me with my game. Yeah. Um, also, quick small tangent. Um, I really love the five-episode season Australia did. I think Luke and Annabelle were amazing uh, trader hunters. And it's a five sh- episodes. It's like, crazy. Innovative. We'll, I mean, it's we'll sad that he didn't win, but I'm really happy that she won. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert for episode four. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so Ashley 278 gets up to where Trey was and she realizes she should jump. I think that's what it is. Like I'm, I'm trying to like obviously not her. She jumps. I think I think there's something in her that realizes that if she doesn't take a turn now that she's the head of the line, if she doesn't take a turn, it sort of doesn't matter if she gets to the other side of the bridge or not. Yeah, she's going to be out at at the first opportunity of anybody. Yeah. Uh. So yeah. So she takes a jump, and is successful. And, yeah. and is cheered for it. You know, she's cheered for it. So the people watching sort of are fine with what's happened. Yeah. So she asks uh, for the person behind her, which is 31 Perna, to pass her. And he jumps. And he's successful. Then 393, my one of my absolute favorite people in this whole season, Jackie. She jumps. We love Jackie so much. Like, honestly, like for me, if I were to rank my favorite people in this season... I think she is at two or number three. Mm-hmm. B by far is number one. Then it's either her or Felicia, and then probably Leanne. I am. I always stand women so hard, um, mm-hmm. and I think that those three are just so amazing, a badass women. Yes, um, I agree. And Starla. Yeah, Starla is. I want her on more TV. Never uh, forget Starla. <laughs> never forget Starla. It all starts with Starla, uh, and so. Jackie jumps and falls. And Do you know at in the and spoiler alert? I watched the next episode. I was thinking, "Where's Jackie?" Like I blanked from my not? mind. Oh man! I didn't forget. I deliberately wiped from my mind <laughs> that she had fallen. I probably should have done that earlier in this episode too for myself. Also, <laughs> this is a rough. This is a rough episode for Mark. Uh, spoiler alert for like ten minutes from now. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, so Blancy said that she saw an ad uh, with Jackie in it regarding learning sign language. I think it's oh, awesome. Oh, good for you, Jackie. Thanks, oh, Blancy, yeah. for telling us that. Um, so Phil's devastated. Sam, uh, Sam number 16, is hurt to see that our friend get eliminated. Uh, and I also like really love the camaraderie that's happening during the bridge. I think it's just really, really stellar, beautiful stuff. Um, They're also invested in each jump. Yeah. It's not. It, it, it's not only your own jump, but you want everybody to land correctly. You want all twenty to succeed. Yes. Granted, we've lost. I think, like at this point, like five, but still, like it's it's a lot, you know. Uh, then Chad two eighty six is next up, and he asks my what she go for, and she feels oh. scared and doesn't want to determine her best friend's fate to be eliminated, and she like says like basically just goes straight, and he does, and he's fine. Mm-hmm. 
which is great. Like it, it I mean, it's up... such a mind f to try and figure out what the pattern makers made. Is yeah. it left, right, left, right? Is it zigzag? Is it two in a row? And if it's three in a row, that's straight ahead. Is it three or are they going to switch? Oh, fabulous. It's so great. It's so great. Um, so we got, we got like our first of like three confessionals ever from 52. Um, and she talks about being religious and hoping what she does is about to do works. And it does, which is great. Um, then we get uh, 23. She falls pretty quick. Um, and uh, 51. We hardly Rose, knew her. <laughs> Siobhan, she seemed like a very nice person. Um, and Rose is deeply sad by this. And then Mikey is next. And it's getting like really inspirational. Like it really reminds you Mikey's a family man. He's doing this for the family. He's a good dude. He's got a good heart. Falls. Mm -hmm. You know Mikey, who you like a lot. Fall. Yeah. It's like, you know that guy who uh, was going to replace uh, TJ in your heart? Fall. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, they I, made us think like that. The story editors made yeah. us think like that. Genius. They were like, this is a nice version of Brian. He's got leadership qualities. He's a family man. Like that's Fall. what it is. <laughs> then we get James, who I, who I haven't mentioned. He's crying for most of his uh, Squid Game career. Yes, um, he's crying, and he will have the last hop, and he asks for help. And Mai says, "What the direction of the hop?" Uh, because everyone listens to Mai at this point, and he hops, and is eliminated. Crying all the way down. Crying. Do you think um, his, his stunt double had to, spoiler alert, do you think his stunt double had to cry? <laughs> I have no idea. I, I hate that, like, his whole, like, fame is him crying. Yeah. Like, you probably, I think, like, some briefly in the Marvels and Marvels, everyone's crying anyway. It's his Marvels. Mm -hmm. um, did you want to talk about B now or uh, No, no, I, I'll wait till she till she's eliminated. Yeah. Yeah. Sadness. Uh, I did say at the end of the bridge, but I it makes more yeah. sense to talk about it when she's eliminated. Yeah. yeah. So. A spoiler uh, for three minutes from now uh, a little more but not by much uh mm -hmm. oh God. This, this was a heartbreaking episode for you mark right it really was it was rough um again i love job. badass aspiring women they, they did a good job they could badass. have edited them differently we could have never known about them i'm very happy they're my, that they're that they're here for mm -hmm. however many episodes they were one yep. i think it's like five and the other ones were three mm -hmm. um Whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> uh, so eight people are eliminated. We're at the final 12. Uh, Mai says that Ashley does not deserve to be there, and she wants to eliminate her. This is a very big plot point for the next bit of time. Um, and I think it's really important that like, when they get to the dorm, it's like everything is, all the beds except for like 20 are gone. And you just Because 20 people there. could have come back, right? Yeah. It is not, it is not impossible that twenty yeah. people would come back. Yeah, but I mean, they really nailed that. Like, honestly, if they're not going to give us an hour of it, then this is fantastic. Valencia, you should really watch Marvels, unless you want to get very upset at two people that are actual villains. Oh, you have to watch Marvels. Well, you don't have to, Valencia. You do you. You get to see the only people that would ever qualify as villains in the show. Mm -hmm. Genuinely people without any redeeming qualities whatsoever yep. not even their humanity fuck you six five um <laughs> you're still not over six five 
I re- yeah, that's and, nice. J- and Jackie Zop. That's the other one. Yes. Uh, Tim. Uh, I'm not even stuff. naming him. I'm not even naming him or giving his number. Three. Okay. No, stop. No. Well, I'll shut up. I, I can't. I can't be quiet. No. Um, so, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, Ashley doesn't like the clicky shit and is irritated. Uh, Look, she's not wrong. She's, she's not, not wrong. wrong. She's not wrong. We're at the final twelve. Um, mm-hmm. Elliot talks about how they got through it because they were working together. Ashley talks about how there are walls for her because of her upbringing. Um, and the guards come in and show the new amount. We're at $4.44 million. And next test is tomorrow, and they'll play face-to-face. Now, Chad is talking about how close they are to the money and how he feels the money is coming. And this is what uh, is about to happen, I think, is one of the more important things in the whole last few episodes. 451 Phil and 16 Sam. Talk about how much you missed Jackie. thought it, it would be them three to the end. And like the nervous energy of everything just makes Sam very, very sad. Mm-hmm. Like Jackie's a bridge, dude. She's a bridge. Well, unfortunately, she can't cross one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that. Like, and I really, I thought that was like a really good character building moment for both Phil and Sam, um, whose profiles have gone up exponentially in the last few episodes. I wonder why. No idea. Um, so we get Sam uh, giving a confessional about why he keeps his cards close to his chest. He grew up as a gay boy with religious family. His words, not mine. Um, and lots of horrible talk to him from family and prejudice. And he's one of those people that has a new family that he chose. And you really love that to see that kind of thing. Like people Wonderful. finding their family. Mm. Wonderful. Yeah. Terrible story, but wonderful outcome. Mm-hmm. And may this bullshit end with this generation please please i mean i sometimes (laughs) think about you know i sometimes feel like i should apologize to young women in their early 20s and say sorry we were supposed to solve this right i'm second i'm second or third wave feminist depending on how you count the waves and we thought we were going to sort it out and we didn't so you have to but can we also not oppress uh our queer people like my family, uh, can we change this? It's it's in our power to do so, uh, and I despair that we're going backwards, and particularly if I see someone like Sam who appears to be a young man. I mean, would he be 30? Hard to tell because he's got the big lump jet beard. It's hard to tell, yeah. I feel like he's... You know, we thought like... he did late, late, late 20s, early 30s, and he said yeah. this, he is half my age. I get, like, he's, early millennial you know, vibe from him. Like, I feel like he's probably a little yeah. bit younger than me, so I'm probably yeah. thinking, like, maybe, like, 33. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so virtually half my age, and yeah. he grew up with this oppression and and rejection. Just unacceptable. Just don't be hateful. Don't be hateful. Don't like. Don't impose. We're not talking about. We're not preaching it. We're preaching the choir, really. Honestly, mm. be be a good. Kind Everybody of listening to us knows. Yeah. Be good. Be yes. kind. Yes. So then we get uh, B and Amanda joking about how they about when they will turn on each other and that they're both amazed uh, that they're still in contest. And, like, they're joking about it. It's like they're not going to turn on each other. They're best yeah. friends in the game. They uh, were standing side by side. Their numbers match. Yeah. Both Londoners uh, with diff- well, they both live in London. Uh, one of them is from like North England, it sounds like. Uh, but yeah. Um, she, she's from Liverpool. She has a that is a Liverpool accent. It sounds very close yeah. to possible that. No, it's, it's Liverpool. Okay. Yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. yeah, I know B has a traditional London accent, so mm-hmm. 
uh, which is such a weird sentence to yes. say. <laughs> uh, so then after that, Maya and Chad, they talk about how they want to be final two, and they both agree to go 100%. Well, he will only go 99%, uh, but their yes, friendship... Yes, he's going to give her one. Yes, he's going to give her one. Yeah. <laughs> and their friendship was, like, really sweet and wholesome. And then, like, they look across the hall, and they see 425, 18, and 19, the Londoners, uh, to see what they're doing. And 425 says he's plotting and planning. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, like, very sweet. Like, like everyone wants to still be a team while they know the team is not a thing anymore. Yes. And and Ashley, is Ashley by herself? Is this one of the moments where she's sitting by herself? I think so, yes. Yes. Um, so Sam feels good uh, with – no, no, no. He's with, uh, she's with Ash. She, she's with Sam and Phil, because like, oh, like yeah, they talk about how they feel yes. good together. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So then, um, the wake up call. I, I always love the wake up calls. I find I it so funny, and I'm and so like, glad they gave it to us. They decided to keep it in because they could easily yeah. have just had. And now it's the next day, but I love the wake up call. And bees humming the along. Terrible music. <laughs> bees humming. This is brilliant. Uh, so at this point, Ashley says how she knows she'll have to pretend to be friends with people because she needs the numbers. And uh, 418, Roland likes 31 Perna because he's fun and goofy and happy to be there. And then we like learn that Perna uh, was born in Nepal to refugees and his life has been pretty hard and he's like not it's, – it's, it's, it's sad. Like he's had a hard life and he seems like he's a good – Head on his shoulders and outlook on life, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, there's again, there's not much we get from Perna at this point because he's part of the Gambu gang, and that's he's the Gambu gang at this point. So we've seen him all the way through, but never had a, 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 a large amount of material from yeah. him. But he's one of the ones we've seen like right from the start. Yeah. Uh, well, the like, uh, yeah. I mean, he's the Gambu gang member that lasts the longest. So. Mm-hmm. And that was such a, it was such a, it wasn't necessarily a strategical plot story, but it was a great human story, the Gumbo Gang. Yeah. So um, while they're like, they're all like having a little dance party, and I think bees do the Macarena at one point. Uh, Very cute. I love it. So then, of course, the door is open. Mm -hmm. Guards appear. The dance Mm -hmm. circle stops. And from a side door, more guards with a weirdly large rope appear. And people like actually are freaking out by this, and they they, throw they the actually freaked out and scared because it's black. Yeah, it's the circle of rope, and it's black. It's like <laughs> you well, know like, they're not going to really kill you, but you know <laughs> <laughs> your squib will go off in a really bad way. Um, <laughs> it's going to like nick you in a weird way, um, and like they all freak out, and then the guards purposely put the rope down. Uh, in a triangle shape. Oh, it's so good. The choreography. The guards have been very choreographed and we haven't seen any of their rehearsals, but they are yeah. very well drilled. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, they were dancers or physical theatre actors yeah. because their physicality has been so good and their symmetry when they walk is really good and the purposefulness is really good. Um, and they do have the man with the square on his front who sort of cocks his head as a male man. voice is speaking, but that's not him talking. Just right, but I mean, he's supposedly the front man. Pre-recorded, yes. Yeah, but this one where they where one carried the rope and it went down and they put their foot and then it mm-hmm. suddenly was a triangle. Beautiful. So it went from a circle to a triangle. And then they uh, put like a pretty good sized die in the middle mm-hmm. of it. Nice circle six- triangle square. Come on, geometry. Oh, 
Nice. Yeah. And it's time for the next test. And they have to elect the leader. And like everyone's like a lot of people's hands go up. And Mai really wants to be the leader. Uh she's and she she is chosen to be the leader uh because she wants to start taking control of her game. And she is told she is elected leader, like Chad Lee helps make it happen. And she's told to roll the die. And if she rolls a six, one player must be eliminated, but they must nominate the person before they roll the die. This is um, and they can nominate themselves or someone different. There's no rules on who they can nominate. But if a six lands after their number is said, that person's gone. And they're gonna play this game until three people are eliminated. Oh. Did you like this? Um I think honestly, it's one of the less exciting games, but I think it's a fun way to get from 12 down to nine. Yes. So they wanted to get to nine. So, whatever number made it through the bridge. And now here's another control moment where production can get it to nine players, yeah. which is what they want. So, Elliot425 says that uh, they should all nominate themselves for a great idea. idea. Yeah. Great like, idea. It's a terrible idea. Terrible idea. <laughs> And like everyone's like, yeah, it's a great idea, friendship. And then Maya's there. She's like, I'm going for two seventy eight. Yeah, they should have all gone for two seventy eight, right? I mean, if they all hate two seventy eight, they should go for two seventy eight. So clearly, they didn't all hate two seventy eight. Only and I and like if you've seen photos from this past week, Maya and and Ashley are together and they're like friendly. So it's all a game. They're all happy. They all they're exactly the right people to know that it was a game as well. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, if you haven't seen, um, if you don't follow her on Twitter, like, Ashley's take on this is just so, like, y'all are idiots. I played a game, and, like, that's how I played the game. Yeah, what did you do today? Yeah. Um, I've been, like, I walked I've been... across a glass bridge over a 16-foot drop into the void. <laughs> what did you do? So. Brilliant. I love it. So, my nominates uh, 278 and does not hit a six. Uh, then more people roll, and Roland wants to be a team, but like n- nobody, nobody's going. And then we find out, God, I hate this part. Um, that B is really good at rolling sixes, like to a she point where only, she only rolls sixes. She like she can't not roll sixes. She plays so, backgammon. Do you want to talk now about? Yeah, I I do. Uh, so. I was, I'm always very pleased when, I mean, the pinnacle of the reality TV commentator life is when a player contacts you and says, what you said about how I played my game is exactly right. I mean, it's only happened to me, it happens very rarely, but mostly because they're either not listening or they listened and you got it wrong or they listened and you got it right, but they didn't tell you so that's always fantastic now i will not say that b has contacted me because she has not i would cry she, be like, wow i know <laughs> mark's face for those of you not watching mark was like he was going to cry no b did I'm not con- really. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh she did not contact me however she did tweet what happened at the picnic and it was exactly what i said had happened. So if I may quote extensively from B, uh, she says, first of all, even me and my big fat 1000 IQ Queen's Gambit Dr. House brain thought it was just a picnic. 
Amanda stopped me from pairing with her due to her suspicions. So according to B, Amanda was basically the only person who had a suspicion. The reason a lot of us thought it was, this is back to B, the reason a lot of us thought it was just a picnic is because, one, players had competed in a task to earn a treat. We thought, well, why would they make mar marbles conditional? What if players hadn't completed the task? Then we'd have no marbles. No, surely this is an innocent spread of sweets and brownies. We said that. Two, we really, 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 really just thought maybe we could finally have one nice thing after continued emotional damage. We said that. And three, we forgot we were in goddamn Squid Game. <laughs> it's exactly, yeah, it's exactly what you said last episode. Yeah. And that's where I was placing production to say, you make the the picnic a treat conditional on the completion of a task, but secretly you make a task that, like, they would have to be idiots not to finish. So, yeah. Yeah. So, as we said, B is really good at rolling sixes, like good at backgammon, which is bad here. And then she rolls it and gets a six. Mm -hmm. And B is the first one out. B is such an amazing gamer, like, that, like, I really want to see her play games. You know what I mean? Like, I really want to see, like, I'd be afraid to play games against her. But, like, mm -hmm. can you imagine, like, watching her play, like, the game of life or something like that? Like, one of those, or, like, Connect Four? You're done. Mm -hmm. You're done. You're just done. Just, just don't even, don't start. Just uh, give her the win. Yeah. And, like, she's sad. Well, she like, don't give her the win. Play against her and, and just watch and and be, be in amazed. awe of how she plays. Yes. And then, like, She's sad, but like she seems okay. Like she's in each other a pretty good experience. It's again. It's again. Yeah. Um, and she called it. Like she's like, I called it. I knew it. And like everyone's sad. And uh her best friend Amanda is crying, which mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, then she's like they get a score out when they lose, which is kind of fun, uh, in my personal opinion. Uh so then 278's next. And 418 rolling, our dear sweet friend. Uh, it's like she you can do whatever you want. Uh, just because she was targeted earlier by 27287, she doesn't need to do that, but she chooses to go for Mai because she's already had her name drawn. So she's like, Mai's turn rolls no six. Yeah, because if everyone's everyone seems to be sticking to the I nominate myself, yeah, Mai nominated her, so she's already had a nomination. So even if it's not tit for tat, it's like, well, no one's gonna. Like, my won't get a nomination if I don't do it. So it's a sort of just a, a logic of the game, the way it's set up. So yeah. they may as well say, well, we all actually voted or nominated ourselves and it's just, you know, two people did it for each other. Yeah. So then um, next is Perna um, and he rolls a six. Gambu. Gambu's gone. Uh, what a fun, sweet, weird gang. <laughs> mm. Uh. They found like, each other, right? The Mystic found Toys found each yeah. other, yes. It's cool because I feel like in general, Gambo Gang was all older gentlemen mm -hmm. um, with some people like in their 30s and probably some of their 20s. And one was, woman. And one woman, yes. And it was like really cool just like, I don't know, it was like one of those like fun, like sweet, like weird alliances of gang. Mm -hmm. mm. um, so then Chad's next. And so there are 10 away from, like he's like in the top 10 from winning the money. And he should start playing with his head, but he's gonna play with his heart. And he nominates himself. And he rolls a six. Mm -hmm. 
And literally, like, the way that my reacts, like, reminds me of, like, when I was, like, watching, like, Chekhov and stuff like that. And, like, Ibsen, like, it's a really, really big emotion. She's just destroyed. Um, And, like, you, you're just watching. It's like, oh, my God, this is someone that, like, really became good friends with someone during this game. This is a woman who's had a lot of loss. Mm-hmm. This is a woman who's had people disappear from her life and not come back because they actually died. So I think someone close to her leaving a game is, you know, it, it buys into all of that. Yeah. I mean, other people are crying when people uh, are leaving who've had sort of soft lives. So I don't think we can be uh, harsh on my for the overwhelming of emotion. It's almost like she's mourning all the losses of all the people that have ever left her and yeah. not come back. <laughs> so then we get like she's crying, Chad's having a sad legs, everyone's like, a little bit sad, but a little bit relieved that it's not them. Then we cut to one last confessional. It's Ashley, 278. And she says, if you play dirty, karma's a bitch. Chad was sacrificed because the fact that Mai went so hard after her. And she chuckled, and that's the end of the episode. So good. So good. No, Sarah, before we finish, I know we're going to be talking on Thursday about the last two episodes. And spoiler for those that don't know, we have watched the second to last episode, not the last one yet. um, Should we write down on a a piece of paper who we think is going to win this uh, and then not reveal that at all? Oh, yes, because this is our last opportunity because uh, episode 10 drops for me tonight in a few hours. And for uh, me, so, in like twenty-four hours. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so give me one second to grab a piece of paper. Right. I mean, one of the reasons that we are uh, sort of not stalling, but delaying our final uh, recap of the last two episodes is to give everyone a chance to watch it. So so far, we've sort of dropped as we've gone, assuming that people have watched it. But we didn't want to record our final episode immediately after the last episode mm-hmm. of the show drops because we wanted to give people a chance to, um, uh, what am I trying to say, a chance to see it. Yeah. So I'm writing down who I think it's going to be. I wrote mine uh, down. Mark and I are going to, oh, I didn't see it. Mark and I are going to show I'm it to each not other. not letting you see it. I'm like, and I'm Valen- sure oh, I see. That's why I couldn't see. Uh, yeah. And Valencia will be our witness and anyone else who's watching. I just got to get the right one. Okay, here we go. I'm going to write it down. I'm going to show it to Mark and Valencia. Anybody watching us on the screen who doesn't want to know, turn away now. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It's the same person. Yeah. we have a six. We have a thirty-three percent chance of being correct. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to talk about the next episodes with you. I really enjoy this journey, and I'm really excited to see what happens uh, in the next uh, two hours of content that we're about to get. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, Sarah, anything you want to talk about? Like, uh, what do you have coming up? Uh, well, people can follow me if they'd like to do that at Sarah Carradine on all the things. I'm not shy about talking about uh, what I'm doing here on Silent Podcasts. I'm in a pair with the wonderful Annabelle Fiddler, who's already been mentioned on this show. Apparently, we can't have a show without mentioning her. I love her. I'm a really big fan of her. 
<laughs> we have a pair called Aussie Queens and we are bringing you all your international uh, reality shows. We just dropped our mid-season coverage of Big Brother Australia House of Love, 18 sexy singles. Uh, and so if you would like to torture us, if you do not love us, then uh, send us a tweet or a message of some kind to tell us that you would like us to continue uh, watching of Big Brother. But if you love us, please don't do that. It's okay. And also please, please don't watch the show. It's dreadful. Uh, and then she and I will also be bringing you the Teddy and Harry Chronicles we are giving you a one-episode overview, vibes only, of Teddy's season of, uh, what's it called, Love Island, which okay. was Love Island Australia season one. Big Brother gave us a, a fine, different view of how sophisticated Love Island was. Believe us. Uh, and then we'll continue with Harry Jousey and his a season of Too Hot to Handle, Dancing with the Stars and all his business scandals. So follow us for reality and also gossip. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Valencia's rooting for the same person as us uh, to win Squid Game. Happy. And then uh, we found we have found out the drop date of UK Traitors Season 2. So uh, Sean O'Brien and I will be covering that with a variety of guests. We'll be doing pre-season coverage with the winner of Traders New Zealand Season 1. I won't Ooh. say the name just in case you haven't seen it, but they will be joining us for a pre-season before the first episode airs on the 3rd of January. We finally have the date, 3rd of January, and it's going to be three episodes a week. And we have some very fine uh, guests coming along, uh, including Payden from Australia Season 2. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Awesome. Um, and also I really want to let you know on air, I loved your episode of, uh, escaping twin flames, uh, and crime scene on, on RHP. Oh, thank I you very much. Listen to it this morning. I was like, oh, it's because I listen to my podcasts in order that they, that I get them. So it, that's why it took me a week. So listen to a lot of podcasts and I've been busy recently. Um, for me, yes. Uh, you can follow me at Mark Levy 85 on the Twitter, the Instagram, on uh, Larabox. I'll have, um, uh, at, is also Mark Levy A5 on TikTok movie mark. I'll have a new one up shortly, maybe two. Trying to sub one to Super Mario Brothers even because it just came on streaming. And I saw the movie, I liked it. Uh enough. Uh, it's not great, but it's fun. Whatever, we're not talking about that here. Uh <laughs> um, you can listen to me on this week's episode of uh oh my god, I can't even think right now. Um the panic I'm in his eyes, you'd think he was falling through a perspex square. Basically, that's exactly how it goes sometimes. Uh, I'm pleased to tell you with Sabrina. Uh, and also, of course, listen to me on every Thursday when I talk to the most recent eliminated team from the Amazing Race America. Um, and uh, almost done rap, almost done with Lego Masters, season four, US. Um, with Josh Kettles, always love recording them. We talked about the roller coaster episode that just happened. Oh my God, Lego roller coasters are amazing. Um, and we, we do that live and people seem to enjoy it, which is great. Um, and of course I'm trying to get the one more buddy team to record Jeremy squad. They're trying to find a time because I want to talk to them about buddy games. Cause I stand badass women. It's one of my favorite things in the world to cheer for. Uh, cause we should always stand badass women. Um, awesome. like Sarah. <laughs> awesome and correct. <laughs> yes. Uh, Sarah, it's been a blast. I can't wait to talk Thursday night with you or whenever people are listening. Oh, you have yes. something to say? 
Uh, no, I was going to say we will see each other, Valencia, and all of you yeah. will hear us uh, very, very soon for about, the conclusion of this incredible show. Yeah, about 48 hours and 15 minutes. 48 <laughs> And we'll see you guys uh, Yes, 48 hours and 15 minutes. If you are listening now, set your clock. Yeah, of course right, you're right. listening now. Of, yeah. of course you're listening now. You're but... listening at this present moment, regardless. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's uh, it's, it's 2 p.m. Uh, Friday in Australia, which I believe is 10 p.m. Eastern On Thursday, Thursday in, in the Eastern, US. US. Yeah. Eastern, yeah. All yeah. right. All right, friends. See you guys next time. Bye. Bye. We are actuaries. In a world filled with unpredictability, we use our math skills to navigate uncertainty. Actuaries make a difference in people's lives across industries and the world. Actuaries have the freedom to work anywhere. And according to U.S. News & World Report, we're the 25th top-paying career. Make an impact as a fact-seeker and a truth-teller. Use your math skills for good as an actuary. The world needs you.